Dan, I have to be honest. Oh boy, not another confession. <laughs> you look terrible. I know. I feel terrible. I probably sound terrible too. You you look you look terrible. Yeah, that's what vacation does to me. I go out on a little trip. <laughs> we miss an episode of the Woodhounds podcast and I come back and I am under the weather. Yeah. Uh you would not have fooled me. You uh <laughs> you're clearly not yourself. You're just a little un un unkempt. Yeah, I know. It's like I said, I don't know. I was good the first day I got back and then a day after that all of a sudden I just came down with a little bug. Yeah. Well, I want to welcome everyone back to an exciting episode of The Woodhounds, the most popular firewood podcast in the world. Yes. And we are uh recording this <laughs> the week after Dan, well, not the, really an entire week. It's pretty close after Dan has returned from his trip out west, which if you are a routine listener to the podcast, you know that we didn't have an episode last week. Yeah. And it was just like the perfect storm of my schedule, your schedule, uh, me getting uh, back on schedule from being away from a week, and then you being gone for a week. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Crazy just happened. Yeah, but you're back safe. Uh, you're not sound, but you're back. You're back safe. <laughs> and you went to where I went to Finland a week ago, two weeks ago. You went to a more exotic and exciting country known as washington the, state the state of washington <laughs> <laughs> that is correct we went out so, to um mount rainier national park mount rainier now what was the reason for this was this a vacation or what was the deal yeah it was uh something we had planned out early on in the year um just we wanted i've never been like out on the west coast or out in the pacific northwest and yeah. amanda she is a, a big hiker. She's in hiking. Amanda, Amanda is, my, is your wife? Is my wife, yes. Okay. So she wanted to go out and do a little hiking in the mountains. And my son, eight-year-old, he wanted to see the ocean. So oh we wrapped it all into one long trip. <laughs> <laughs> and, you've, you've, you flew, I'm, I'm assuming? Yes. Originally, okay. we were, we were going to drive out originally, but then we figured how many days would be spent driving. Yeah. So we flew out to Seattle, and then we rented um, this. It's a, called a camper van, and it's just oh. a, a van that has a full kitchenette in the back. When you open up the back doors, mm -hmm. it has a queen-size bed in the middle Wow. bench seat i mean it it turned out to be the perfect thing for this trip that sounds exciting now how how nice was the bathroom inside of it <laughs> well that was the only thing missing <laughs> was the bathroom there was no bathroom but there's a lot of big trees out west a slight problem just no bathroom huh yeah yeah 
But like I said, oh there was always a big tree around that if you needed to go, <laughs> <laughs> you could find one a place to go. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. So this was a family vacation, but true to your uh, interest in your hobby of firewood and your commitment to your YouTube channel, you parlayed this trip into something a little bit more than a vacation. Isn't that right? Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I've never been out, out west before. And I've I've always heard the tales of the, you know, the land of the big timber. Yeah. So I wanted to get out there and see, you know, what what the uh, the mighty Douglas fir trees look like, what the forest looks like, and bring everybody along that follows my YouTube channel. Oh, wow. And what did you see when you went out west? Oh, my goodness. It, it was unlike your trip to Finland where it looked like Ohio. Mm -hmm. I knew I was nowhere near Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the trees are amazing. I mean, they're huge and they're everywhere. Uh -huh. It's just thick forest and the size of these trees. I just could not get over how big and how straight and how tall they were. Oh, wow. When you say big, you mean like big around? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how many diameter feet they were, but with my arms spread out, I could maybe get around like a fourth of it. You know, it was just, oh, wow. just huge. I think they have a term for that. I think it's called really big. <laughs> yes, really, really big. And these are all like soft wood, right? Pine, uh, fir, spruce. Yep, yep. What What is it out there? All of that. Everything is <laughs> pine and Douglas fir and the spruce. Um, I know there is a little maple here and there mixed in, but mostly yeah. it's fir, spruce, pine. Wow. And then when you're out there, Every time when I think of the Pacific Northwest, I just think of gray, overcast, cloudy days, and there's always a mist of rain in the air. Yes. That, Is that what it was like? The first three days uh, <laughs> that we were staying in, we were in the, on the west side of Mount Rainier, and the first three days, every morning, you could not see the tops of the mountain. Oh, wow. It was just cloudy, overcast, you know, like you said, kind of drizzly dreary day, days but then uh -huh. the last three days it was clear skies every day just no kidding complete opposite and then how close were you to the ocean well so we went to the west side of mount rainier national park for three days then we drove over to the ocean and stayed at Kalalak beach campground for a night and then we drove back to the east side of Mount Rainier <laughs> mm. National Park. What's Mount Rainier look like? Is it like a volcano kind of a looking mountain or? Yep. Is, uh, it, is it just like one mountain that just comes out of the ground or is it like an entire chain of mountains and you don't know where they end and you don't know where they begin? It's, it's part of a chain of mountains, but Mount Rainier itself stands well above all the other ones. I mean, uh -huh. almost twice the size of any mountain around it. It's wow. just and huge. you can see the peak from the from, you know, like from the base where you're at. 
Uh, depending on how close you are, you, you to see like the actual summit and like the kind of the whatever they call that, the cone or the the top of the volcano. Uh-huh. You need you need to be kind of you know a little ways away. But I mean, when you're driving to it, you're forty miles away from it, and it looks like it's you know a mile away. It's just oh, huge. Wow. Is there <laughs> just, is it snow capped still in the summertime? Yep. Yeah, there's um. I think there's something like 11 glaciers on it, like individual glaciers around the, around the mountain. Uh Uh-huh. It's pretty big. And can you like walk to the top of it? No, (laughs) you can, I believe if you go above 10,000 feet, you need to have a, like you need to register and you need to have a, I think a guide with you. No kidding. Or maybe not the guide, but. I know that they do use Mount Rainier for training to climb Mount Everest. Huh. So. You have to hire a Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But we went on a, it was about a six mile hike the one day. Uh, my son and I went with Amanda. And I will tell you, going up these mountain trails, I yeah. was gassed out. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you're probably, are you at altitude where you kind of feel it or you weren't that high? Yeah, we were, we were above 6,000 feet. So we were, uh-huh. you know, above a mile high. Um, so uh-huh. there was a little bit of that, but just, I mean, and I'll tell you my Amanda, she, my wife was, she throughout the whole trip hiked over a hundred miles. No kidding. Like in the time that we were out there, like one day, I think she did 22 miles hiking in the mountains. And then the next day, 15, and I, I was like, I'll wait here at the campsite. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> well, you were severely handicapped, though, because you were walking those trails carrying your your chainsaw with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> Could you imagine the the fear that you would put in, like, to the park rangers if you were walking around those trails carrying a chainsaw? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <clears throat> yeah, there was... um. When we when we arrived out there, there was actually a burn ban on because of a wildfire Ugh. that had broken out a few days before we got there. So <clears throat> we didn't get to um, have any campfires the first couple nights, but then the ban was lifted. So then I yeah. did get to burn some Douglas fir in a campfire. Oh wow! What's it? What so? What is it? Is it just like okay? You know, you got hardwoods out here, and then we got pine. If it's not, you know, if it's pine, I don't know what it is, spruce or whatever. I just call it pine. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's got sap and it's got big growth rings and it's feather light. It's kind of <laughs> hard to, at least every pine log that I ever get is tough to split. It's like real stringy and stuff. So what's, what's Doug fir like? I would kind of say it's like a hardwood pine <laughs> it's 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 <laughs> it's got a really tight growth rings i mean they're huge trees and like the old growth doug fir the bark yeah. the like the the bark is about three to four inches thick and i i burned a couple pieces of it and it burned forever it was just no crazy wow was it smoky nope not really what did it smell like um, it kind of had that, you know, that pine pitch smell to it. It had a, it had a unique smell though. It wasn't like, you know, regular like pine that I'm used to. 
Yeah. It did have a little unique smell to it. And I mean, like I said, it, it, it seemed a little like a, a class above just regular pine, but it was still, you know, I think mm-hmm. softwood or considered a softwood, but, but wow. it's the main, it's the main firewood out there. So, uh, huh. so did you see any firewood stands or firewood operations or anything like that? Well, funny you should ask <laughs> because I, before I knew that the burn ban was on, I was, you know, on our way to the park, I kept looking for a place to find firewood. We passed a gas station that had $7.99 bundles, so $8 for a bundle. Okay. And then I saw another sign that said there was, you know, it said like, got firewood. And then in another half a mile, it was like, you know, get your firewood. But then I never found the stand that that the signs were leading to. (laughs) But then right before the park entrance, uh, I saw it had a like lights on the top and it was a great big one of those great big um vending machine stands where you enter your credit card you punch a number and a door opens and you take the wood out yeah gosh i've seen those i've always thought that i'm going to be owning those one day yeah it it is a cool very cool setup however Mm -hmm. i did end up talking to the owner of it because he came out when i i pulled over and i was taking a video of it and taking some pictures and, yeah. and he told me that it's a lot of people actually get confused because they think you can pick what door uh-huh. you want to open but you just put in your info scan your card and then whatever door it wants pops it open oh wow yeah and it's just firewood doesn't have propane in there or nothing like that no nope. he just he just had bundles huh not, and not even not even wrapped just loose you know, loose sticks of wood in that trap door. Yep. Interesting. Seven seven dollars for seven sticks. So that averages. Hold on. That's about a dollar a stick. Close. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> and the and the splits were only about twelve, maybe thirteen inches long. So smaller splits. You know, not very long. Not like our sixteen inch. Uh huh. Cuts. Do you but. think that's because he had to cut them short to get them to fit? I don't know. I think that, because all the other bundles I ended up looking at and seeing, they all were the same size. Like that shorter mm. 12 to 14 inch range. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe that helps. I would think that Douglas fir would season fast. I don't know. Does it or doesn't it? Well, Maybe I did end up I did it. end up uh, talking to and, and actually meeting a fellow woodhound from the YouTube community, Daniel Atkins. Out there, there you go. I was going to bring him up, but you stole my thunder. But yep. go ahead. So, and he told me it seasons in about six months. So yeah, okay. So that was another highlight from I guess my side of things that I got to go and meet uh, Daniel Atkins for the first time. Uh huh. But I was going to say though about the the seasoning. But don't you think, too, the weather, you know, if it rains a lot, I don't know. I mean, this would all be knowable, I guess, by looking at weather history. You know, if it's overcast and humid and and raining a lot. Yeah. You know, if that would slow down the the seasoning of it. I think it it would to some extent. But I think, uh, and maybe that's why they split it, you know, smaller. I don't know. Sure. 
So you're on a vacation. You're uh, helping your wife follow her passion for hiking and becoming close with nature. <laughs> and you are able to address your interests and uh, finding people that watch your YouTube channel. But also, you're in the backyard of a popular community member of, of our Firewood community on YouTube, Daniel Atkins. Yes. So you go to his place and to his wood yard. And tell us about that, Dan. Yeah, so I, I you know, obviously I communicated with him beforehand. Um, he was, he's getting a new splitter. So... It, it hadn't arrived yet, which it would have been nice if uh, <clears throat> if that splitter would have arrived first, but oh well. <laughs> mm -hmm. But but yeah, he's got a, uh, you know, just a, a nice little wood yard. He said that, I mean, I was surprised when he told me that the most he's ever had was 55 cords of wood in his wood yard. And, well, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot packing it into a small amount of space. Yeah. But he's he's planning on expanding now that he's got his new splitter, and it was just great, you know. Again, putting a name to a face and being able to talk in person—it's just always yeah. different than you know through comments. I've never met him in person, but I've always found him to be a very friendly and personable um, member of the team. Yes, very much so. Right. Uh huh. Well, that's really cool that you got to go meet him. And uh, but it also speaks too about the, you know, the the power of social media, and you hear all of the bad stuff, you know, and people getting in conflicts and bad health because of the stress of social media. But here's a here's the opposite of it, where two people who are just otherwise would be strangers and would have lived their lives without ever meeting. And you were brought together because of social media and the YouTube community. Right. I think it's really cool. It is very cool. And mm -hmm. back to the uh, the vending machine firewood stand. Oh, yeah. The owner of that stand actually had seen some of my videos and watched <laughs> my channel and could not believe I was standing in front of his wood stand. <laughs> like, no kidding. That's it really was, cool. It, he like... For a while, he like couldn't really complete a sentence because he was kind of like he was, he, he was starstruck. He couldn't believe that. Was, yeah, it was happening. He's like, "What? Oh my goodness! What are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> if so I were to have fun. ever, yeah, if I would to have ever met Jodie Foster, I would probably experience the same thing. And now he <laughs> he's met the Dan from Back Forty Firewood. Yeah, crazy stuff. <laughs> But all in all, it was, you know, a great trip. The only thing I will say is I did get, I was, I was missing the wood yard. And I think if I were to do it again, I might only go for like five to six days instead of eight days. Oh, wow. I did. Just I did, came too long for you. Huh? Yeah. I got back and I needed a vacation from the vacation. You know, yeah. that problem. I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> just get behind on everything you feel like you're you need to catch up now and uh. yeah did you I, so when you were in this exotic country of washington state did you 
what's the food like out there? <laughs> Hot dogs Did people, would and people hamburgers. Speak English? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you have a hard time communicating with the with the locals <laughs> not at all we no. didn't communicate <laughs> and and um no we well the nice thing is that at the national parks the campgrounds um there's two big campgrounds and they're first come first serve so like you don't need reservations yeah. you can just get there pick out your site and it's like 20 bucks a night to camp there you go uh, so like every night you know we were cooking out of that camper van having hot dogs having wraps having burgers um, and the other thing that was kind of interesting dynamic going on was that the, all the other people in the campgrounds, like they weren't there, like your typical campground here in Wisconsin, where like you have families with kids and they're just there to hang out. All these people at the campgrounds were like either hikers or, you know, I don't know. They were, maybe they were uh going down the right white river rafting or fishing or something but they were all in bed by dark like everyone's asleep oh wow <laughs> like there's they, no they play hard and go to bed early huh yes they they get back from their hikes they make their meal and they go to bed there's like that lifestyle of that person that lives that lifestyle where they wear those <laughs> those patagonia pullovers and <laughs> Those expensive yep. ball hats with these Timberland boots. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and they 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 go walk through the woods with their water bottles, and and then they come home and they eat granola infused egg whites, right? Yep. And then exactly. and then they go to and then they go to bed early in their nine hundred dollar pop tent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I would never stereotype that lifestyle. Okay? No. no. <laughs> now, did people out in Washington have an accent? Not that I could pick up on. No. But again, I didn't talk to many people. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> so it was kind of strange, you know. I, we didn't have a lot of uh, social interaction. Yeah. When you would meet, when they would talk about their state, would they call it Washington or would they call it Washington State? I don't know if that ever came up. No. I always, always wondered that because it's interesting that people like, you know, out here on the eastern part of the country, when you mention Washington, they always say Washington State. I guess yeah. to distinguish it from Washington, D.C. Right. Or yeah. here in Ohio, we have Washington Courthouse. Uh, which is a, which is a town, but I, that always interested me. But you didn't go into Canada, you didn't go into Oregon, you didn't do anything else. Nope. Did you go I, to Seattle? Uh, I flew over Seattle. That's about it. Close enough. Yep. All right. I did find out that Washington State has a very high liquor tax. <laughs> oh wow! When you buy alcohol you are taxed heavily Let me no kidding you. yes <laughs> <laughs> like a 22 dollar bottle of rum you can add on about six and a half bucks no kidding yeah i was wow. i was very surprised <laughs> was it for the same for beer also or just the hard stuff uh i think beer is a little bit less but not much okay 
Yeah. All right. And they have fast food restaurants out there just like we do here. Oh, yes. <laughs> they have grocery <laughs> stores and traffic lights. Yep. <laughs> and I was, the only the other thing that was interesting is when we were driving over to the coast on Friday, I bet you we met a hundred log trucks. I mean, no just every other vehicle we'd meet would be a log truck. And some of them had like four logs was the whole load. <laughs> They're just because they were that big. Huge. Yeah. Wow. Just huge. But. The, indus- the the timber industry out there is just booming. And <laughs> I mean, I, I always, you know, here in Wisconsin, when you go and like drive down through the farmlands, you like think, oh, there's a lot of trees on those hills. And, you, you know, you're like, I don't ever see how people could be complaining about not having enough trees. Yeah. And then when you go out there, there's so many more. I It's just, it blew my mind how many trees there are oh wow <laughs> it just and the forest did, is so thick just uh, did you see any you know forest what the former forest where they were just clear cut or like signs of like forest fires you know in the past i didn't see any forest fires but you could see on hillsides where they had you know cleared like a, an area of timber yeah. and then all the trees were gone, but then there was new growth that they had planted. So it okay. must be similar to uh, what you saw in Finland where, you know, a forest gets cut and then it's managed to where they replant right. and start it over. All right. But you're saying overall, it's it's a beautiful part of the country. Amazing. Very beautiful. If you get the chance, wow. go out and see the Pacific Northwest. Interesting. I have traveled all over this country. I've been in, I haven't been to Alaska, but of the contiguous states, there's only two states that I have not been in. And that's Washington and Oregon. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. I drove out west in my 1988 Ford Escort one year. And that was my plan was to hit everything. But when I got up to that part, I was like, ah, the heck with it. I'll come back next year, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like 30 years later, I still haven't been there. (laughs) So do you think that you would ever want to live there? Uh, no, no, no. It's there's, it's beautiful, but (laughs) driving on those mountain roads is not Uh for me. Not for me at all. And you're a flat land. Well, you're from the farmlands. You're from dairy, yes. dairy country. Yes. Uh huh. And it's just, it's just too far in between things. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah. I've been to a lot. I think all of us can say, you know, we've been to places we just love it there, but ah, you wouldn't want to live there. Yeah. Uh, my one previous job, I traveled all over the country. I was just in just about every major city of every state. And the more places that I traveled, the more I liked it where I came from. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, I and then other be. people would say, I would never want to live where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come to Ohio. Oh, yeah. I don't want to live uh, there. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> All right. Well, Dan, that sounds like you had a blast out there. And, and then you get to come home. Yep. 
But coming home means that I get to go on another little trip here in about a week. Oh my. And that is could there be I was gonna say, is it going to be nicer than where you were? I think it is. <laughs> it could be and explain possibly. and explain why. The great state <laughs> of Ohio. <laughs> yes. The state that's high in the middle and round on both ends. Oh, and it's yeah. it's gonna Ohio. be a good time. What Dan is talking about is the live stream known as All Roads Lead to Ohio 2.0. And it's going to be on Friday, October the 7th at 9 a.m. Eastern time. So our listeners from Europe and, and parts unknown will have a good opportunity to check in and, and see our live stream. It's going to be from the Ohio Woodburner Woodyard in Northeast Ohio. And it is going to be a blast. We're going to have a lot of people there and it's going to be fun. Yes. And it's going to be on your Ohio Woodburner YouTube channel. Yeah, you got to, um, well, you don't have to subscribe, but I wish you would. Also subscribe to Back 40 Firewood. But we will be broadcasting live from the woodyard uh, and the new, um, the new woodyard that we have built with our new equipment. You guys can uh, check in. We'll have Outside with Scheib will be there. And I think Adam from Hometown Acres was supposed to be there. And then we're going to have some uh, dignitaries from the industry, but I don't know if they'll be there for the live stream, but they were going to be, uh, they're going to be stopping by. I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver because there's some tight schedules here with, um, yeah. So everyone is going to be in town for this weekend, that weekend for the big Paul Bunyan show, which is, one of the nation's largest timber industry events, and it's in Ohio on that weekend. So I hope that everyone can uh, check us out for All Roads Lead to Ohio. Yeah. And then also that day, you get All Roads Lead to Ohio in the morning yes. and Friday Night Live, live stream Friday night from, <laughs> from Cambridge, and Ohio. From Cambridge, Ohio, which is the right, he'll be in the shadow of the Guernsey County Fairground. Yes. The site of the Paul Bunyan show. And make sure you tune in early because I <laughs> I have a feeling that they are going to be thrown out and have oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some of the, the names of people who are going to be showing up and I just have a feeling, Dan, you're going to have a hard time controlling this night. I'm I'm having a hard time deciding which is the biggest event of the weekend. The Paul Bunyan show, Friday Night Live, or All Roads Lead to Ohio. Which I mean, <laughs> I think they're almost getting on the same scale of like Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think Scheib will be at all of them too. I won't be able to make your Friday night show. I have to drive to well the moment all roads lead to Ohio ends. I have to immediately leave and drive four hours east to pick up my daughter. It's their uh, college fall break. So she yeah. has a four day weekend and I have to leave and pick her up and bring her back. And then the next morning I got to drive down to Cambridge, Ohio. I will be at the Yappa tent on Saturday from 11, I think. <laughs> 
<laughs> 11 to <laughs> 1. It's it's around lunchtime, so if you have any leftover sub sandwich or gyro, just bring it bring it over to the Yappa tent. I bring me a little it. treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, so. You came down last year for the Paul Bunyan show, and I remember you were you were like in a post Paul Bunyan trance because you were just in overload from everything that you had seen and witnessed. Oh. Uh, with the timber industry, it is like a firewooders Disneyland, isn't it? Yes, exactly. It it is. There's so much to see, and the things you get to see are just unbelievable. Yeah, it's just a just just think of your county fair, guys, uh, and just it's all firewood and timber and machines and saws and shoes and clothes and furnaces and everything you can imagine it involves wood <laughs> and youtubers and podcasters yeah so there'll be <laughs> yeah even more youtubers this year and there will be at least one podcast there that i can think of dan yeah the number one firewood podcast in the world and that would be the woodhounds the woodhounds will be there yeah so All if you're right. going to the Paul Bunyan show, track us down and say hi. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see you all there. Last year, I, jeez, I was just, just overwhelmed. I probably saw 20 people wearing Ohio Woodburner t-shirts. And I had a line of people waiting to see me at the, uh, at the Yappa tent. So I hope that we can do that again this year and I'll be able to spend time with all of you. Yeah, I have a feeling there'll be it'll be the same thing this year. So you better get ready. Well, it's because I borrowed money off people last year, and they'll be wanting me to pay them back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ever feel like you're alone in this world, just borrow money off someone. You'll have a friend for life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Dan. So, what do you think? We need to strike up the band. Yep. And uh, let's get out of here. And we want to. Uh, thank everyone for tuning in, and thanks for being patient with us as we missed last week. Yes, we apo I apologize for that. It was just a matter of scheduling that hopefully will not happen again. Yeah. But if it does, think, it does. Yeah, if it does, it does. All right. So, Dan, what do you say? Let's get out of here. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and making the Woodhounds the number one firewood podcast in the world. And we want to wish everyone a great day. day.